Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how Reed Hastings stepped down as Netflix CEO and how I'm not surprised. But my reason is very different than what the other journalists are pointing to. By the end of this episode, you'll also be able to say, now I get it. Last Thursday, Reed Hastings, original co-founder of Netflix and its CEO during the last 25 years of its 25-year history, uh, made the formal announcement that he would be stepping down from being a co-CEO. He would continue being executive chairman, which is pretty common for executives who make this transition. In Reed Hastings' formal announcement, he said that he's actually been discussing his succession plan for many years with his board. Well, one of them is Ted Sarandos, who is already Reed's co-CEO of Netflix. Reed's replacement as co-CEO will be Greg Peters. Ted Sarandos and Greg Peters gave an interview to Bloomberg last week, right after this announcement. Ted said that this is actually something that's been on Reed's mind for a long time, over 10 years. Uh, That's why you saw it in an informal way that Reed was pulling Ted Sarandos and Greg into things that weren't necessarily in their roles day to day. In 2020, Reed Hastings took that baby step towards succession plan when he brought Ted Sarandos up from being chief content officer to being co-CEO of Netflix. From that point on, he started delegating more and more of his day-to-day. So while the industry is very familiar with Ted Sarandos, who is Greg Peters? Well, Greg Peters is actually the guy, the architect of Netflix's new ad-supported subscription offering. Hollywood also gagged a little with the mini announcement that Bella Bajaria, who used to be the company's head of television, was promoted to chief content officer, stepping into Ted Sarandos's old role. Remember, Netflix's woes these past years led to its stock dropping and laying off over 3% of its employees. There was one layoff that was 300 employees and then another one that was 150. These all stem from three major issues this past year. There was a slowing subscriber growth. There's been very impressive progress by streaming service rivals like Disney and Amazon Prime Video. And Netflix has been infamous to spend multi-billion dollars on producing original shows, while at the same time, Netflix's reputation for high-quality shows has been in decline. With those two things moving in the opposite direction, it's kind of a gray area if there's even a strong return on investment for that original Netflix content. However, some journals say that Reed Hastings even being willing to step down now kind of shows unofficially that he thinks Netflix has put the worst behind it. And investors actually sent the stock price higher in pre-market trading. If you think about Netflix in chapters, mailer DVDs were the first chapter, streaming was the second chapter, and having an ad-supported version of Netflix could be its third chapter. Now, what I haven't seen any of the news mention, but I think about as I followed his career over the years, I think that Reed has also stepped down due to his desire to be more leaned in with philanthropy and political donation. I mean, at some point, you just want to take the platform you've earned and do more with it. Some examples of philanthropy for Reed, in 2020, he committed $120 million to HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. In 2022, he was named Hollywood Reporter's Philanthropist of the Year. In general, Reed Hastings' philanthropy is usually focused around education. After all, he taught math in the Peace Corps, and later he was a high school teacher. Political donation-wise, in 2021 during COVID, Reed Hastings gave $3 million to support California Governor Gavin Newsom during a governor recall election. It was the largest donation to date on either side of the candidates involved in the recall. 
In general, Reed Hastings is one of the Democratic Party's most powerful donors. Reed has made quite a reputation for him and his wife as spending billions on criminal justice reform and education reform. And that is what I feel like is in the fine print that none of the other journalists are covering. Well, since the weekend is over, I wanted to share what I've been watching this last week or so. I recently watched Triangle of Sadness and Tar, two very hyped up award season films, but I'm shocked. I was so disappointed in both. You can check out my reviews at Zgeist Reviews on Instagram for more. This past weekend, I was really enjoying Breakpoint on Netflix, understandably because they are also the same creators and producers of F1 Drive to Survive. It's the same template format of F1, but hey, it works. I've also been catching up on Abbott Elementary after it did win that best comedy at Golden Globes. I finished season one and I'm working my way through season two. It's the perfect background show. This upcoming week, I'll be looking to finish Breakpoint. That's it for today's episode, everyone. I hope you learned a little and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.